1: PlushCare Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot,
3: Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode one hundred and thirty one of Sapnin Podcast with myself Sean Smith and my good good friend Morgan Richards.
2: Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, oh, no. and as all the girlies say, I'm pretty fly for a white guy. Do 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 do, 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 do. You don't seem impressed by that, Sean.
3: That's about right to be honest. You choose in that bit. I was like, eh, Do you know what? That's about right. You are You gotta be up here one of the whitest people I've ever met, Mo. Oh really? Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> right, let's have a game. Let's who's up um, any Matthew Davis on the Blackout. He's right. white than you. Okay. And a pilot. Um But yeah, anyway, this week's guests are the legendary. Legendary mind. I've gotta say a three times fucking legendary mind. The Offspring. Wow. Uh, Yeah, this week we had the fantastic Dexter Holland and the unbelievable, not his actual name, but Noodles. Uh, Unbelievable. I can't get over it.
2: Yeah, it's a special treat indeed. The original punk rock pranksters have brought us an endless collection of fun versus emotionally deep party anthems for going on 40 years now. Their influence has helped bring punk back to the mainstream in the 90s, shaping the genre for what it is today. And now, for the first time in almost a decade, are back with a new record in Let the Bad Times Roll. We were lucky enough to be offered some time with two true icons in Dexter and Noodles and couldn't resist sharing some laughs with them. So in this conversation, we touch on everything from new music secrets to unexpected hobbies their touring survival guide, a question they have never been asked before. That's a guarantee. And why Sean once spent a moment with noodles in a bathroom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like how you worded that. Nice. Very nice. Um, yeah. So yeah, noodles was the first rock star I kind of ever came into contact with. And now we've just had bathroom. You've wondered how the contact was. Um, <laughs> exactly like you're thinking it was end to end (laughs) it wasn't but yeah thank you very much to dexter uh noodles and their team at concord records for sorting this out for us we had a very very good time and uh yeah we talked everything like morgan said new record old records uh that uh joe exotic tiger king cover yeah it was it was super good and uh yeah congratulations on the offspring on that single let the bad times roll that's um, one of my favourite offspring songs, maybe ever. I was going to say for a while, but it's obviously it's going to be for a while. An <laughs> <down it. laughs> but yeah, thank you very much to Dexter and Noodles, not his real name, for coming on. We had a lovely, lovely time.
2: Yes, exactly. And it's just nice to make them laugh and have a little bit of fun with such an iconic band. And it's crazy to see as well, right? Because I was going back through their back catalogue. Earlier, and you forget just how many massive hit singles they have had. Obviously, all these bands, you have a a few that, you know, you play at a a night out, it's going to erupt. But The Offspring have got a whole catalogue of just hits. And they're actually the 384th most played artist on Spotify at this time, which is quite a big achievement when you think about it
3: no it's very much a big achievement sorry for making you laugh it's because you were looking me dead in the face (laughs) and i was thinking have you gone round counting up all of the plays for everybody in the world just to get that statistic i did i did yeah every single artist you can imagine listen to me listen to me now your time would be better spent doing other things
2: Yes, probably, probably for the best. Yeah, when you think about it, um, I just like I'm sure there's
3: something. There's something you could have been concentrating on more for the podcast, maybe than going through every artist, because well, you would have <laughs> had to have gone through 370 odd other artists before you got to the offspring to find out where they were.
2: Well, we need a good fact once in a while, Sean. So I put my no, energy that, oh, in the fact for this were,
3: podcast. Yeah. What what number were you? Were they? Did you say 384th? Jesus, that's not. Think about it though. That's mental. Mm. In all of the world, right, of all of the people who've ever existed and make music, mm. they're the 384th most played... Who can we get? The... the, 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 the <laughs> Who's alive? Who's alive? That's what you got to take in. Yeah, that's true. That's true as well. But Morgan, do you know what? I'm glad you spent your time doing that now because it's given us this little fucking factoid and me to ruminate on it.
2: Yeah, well while you think about that and before we get into this wonderful conversation just a quick reminder about it. as always if you'd like to support our mad rambles and this podcast as talking to special guests each and every week please head over to our Patreon page patreon.com forward slash sapnin if you're looking for I don't know a community of people to get involved with make some new best friends and have some even more bonus content to laugh Oof. at as well i reckon it's the best place for you to check out
3: even if right you don't want to make friends right and you just want to support the boys it's still a fantastic place to get involved so patreon.com forward slash satman while you were talking i was just thinking well justin bieber's definitely got to be one of those 383 other people so we probably next week episode probably be justin bieber then i imagine if you could just sort that out Mark, <laughs>
2: Okay, cheers. S- yeah, I'll um I'll give him I'll give him a, a cheeky tweet from at Sapnin Pod on Twitter <laughs> yeah. and a message on Instagram. Well I tell you what.
3: Listeners, if you'd like to hear Justin Bieber on this podcast, and God knows I would, get in touch with him and us and tag us both on Instagram and Twitter at SappaninPod, at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D, at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D, and then add at Justin Bieber as well, and then say, (laughs) come on on the podcast to talk about the fact you had to shave your hair because you got bullied out of having dreads some weird <laughs> topical, <laughs> mm, topical news topical news and nobody expected how many people are listening to this now going oh i can't wait to hear the offspring oh sean something with justin Bieber, a twat anyway that's that done that
2: was a weird weird very strange segue but let's just get in to this great chat with the boys from the offspring you're gonna have a laugh you're gonna learn some things dance fuckers dance episode 131 of Sappening podcast
3: Fucking Supner! <laughs> ah. Uh. This is Paige,
2: the
1: co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and
2: June. Olive and June gives you
3: Sapnin! 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 Sapnin!
1: Yes!
3: That's awesome! <laughs> Dexter, you even sounded a little bit Welsh then when you said Sapnin. Uh, that was f-
0: I, I, I was trying to be a little more California. We draw it out a little bit more. Sapnin! You know. Oh yeah. Uh. Sapnin! We, we might say s'up more. Than
3: s'up. S'up. Sop. Don't change the name of our podcast now. It's way too late. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're like 130 episodes in. It's definitely too for too late now. Um, yeah, yeah this week's know, guests are punk rock legends, Dexter and Noodles from The Offspring. Yes. Guys, thank you very much for giving us your time. Um, how are you? Good,
1: good. Hey. We just did a uh, hot sauce t- uh, taste test thing. So our <laughs> our mouths are on fire, but uh, we feel good. Oh, wow. Good. Oh. Yeah, we're all awake now. Yeah, yeah it's still, it's still
3: <laughs> morning for us here in, in Huntington. Oh yeah. Sorry if we're a uh, we're a bit early for you. Um, but well, but hang on. How how hot are we talking?
2: I mean, what yeah, kind of degrees true. did you get to with all this sauce?
1: I don't know what it is on the Scoville scale. Do you know what the Scoville rating is? In the, the low thousands. The, low you know, thousands, like, like okay. Three
0: thousand, something like that. But okay, no. I, know,
1: I call it a, what, a seven. It's not like a yeah.
0: ten out of ten, but it's a uh, it's healthy. All right, nice. <laughs>
2: But how have you guys been over this last year, um, with everything going on? Because obviously it's been a very busy time for you. Brand new record out. We'll get to all of that. But just personally, and just day to day, how have you guys been surviving and keeping sane over this year with no tours and being stuck at home?
1: Yeah, fortunately we have our own studio, so we were able to come in here. And you know, the record was mostly done when the pandemic hit. Um, so we've been rehearsing a lot. Also doing Christmas songs, and, and then uh, we did a, a cover from that Tiger King documentary, one of the, one of the songs from that.
3: Which is uh, fantastic, by the way. Fantastic. Uh, thank
1: thank you. you. Yeah, that was fun. So, you know, we, we're in a good position to, to weather it. We, we do miss our audiences. We miss uh, traveling and playing live shows, uh, you know, but, but there's a lot of people that are, that are, you know, hit by this way harder than we are. We understand that. Yeah, for sure, for
2: sure. But, I mean, it is a time for celebration. The new record, Let the Bad Times Roll, is out now. It's had some incredible success already, charting with some of your highest positions in many countries around the world. How does it feel, like, after all these years, to still be breaking records for yourselves like this on a 10th record now and just seeing the fan base embrace you more than ever?
1: We've been high-fiving all morning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're just chuffed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's really it's it's, uh, yeah. it's 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 great it was kind of unexpected I guess but really great yeah you, you never know I mean that's the, that's the thing when you finish a record you're like what if what if people don't like it you know and until the fans get a hold of it and they start hearing you start getting the feedback it's always kind of a you know just a, I, I we're not super worried because we know we've got great fans out there and you know we, we when we go out and play live the, the shows are fantastic so we're not stressing on it. But you're still kind of like, gosh, I hope this record does well. And so we've been super pleased with the, you know, the, the results so far. You know, the feedback's been just phenomenal. It's been great.
3: I read online that you guys started like writing and recording like 2015 for this. Is that, uh, is that true? Is there songs on, on the record now that are, are still there from 2015, 2016? We, we
1: always write. We, we never really stop, stop writing. Um, so some of the songs are older, certainly coming for you. That's something we released, I think, in 2016. You know, but really about two years ago, we had a really creative process, you know, just spurt uh, and period. And probably half or more of this record was written then. And certainly all the li- like, well, most of the lyrics
3: were written around then. Awesome, yeah. And how was it? How was it working with um, Robert? Robert Rock again. Bobby Rock.
1: Bob, yeah. Bob's Bob's great. Um, he's just part of the part of the family now. Um, you know, part of he's kind of like your older brother who tells you when you're fucking up, you know, <laughs> and when you're doing well. Um, That's
0: right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we work we work differently. We we don't go in for like three months straight, you know, and loop the same part over and over a thousand times. Like we'll go for a couple of weeks laid out a bunch of stuff while it feels, you know, fresh and you're kind of, you know, up on it. And then at that point, it's kind of like you're a little bit spent. And so we just kind of walk away for a month and just kind of let it sit. Think about it. Listen to it a little bit. And then when we come back again, we've got a bunch of fresh ideas to keep on going. So it takes a little longer that way, but it's a it's a much more fun experience.
2: But that's the thing with this record as well. Like I've noticed in a lot of interviews and you guys just talking about the album in general is a lot of people have been really focused on the fact that it's your first in nine years and the longest gap between records for The Offspring and everything like that. But as you said, you're a band who are always working on stuff, always busy if it's touring the globe or just not wanting to do things half-heartedly. So after all this time, and it, does it just feel like the right moment for a new Offspring record for you guys
1: well yeah i mean ultimately that's you know we had a, a we've been compiling a record for nine years and ultimately we got to the point where okay this is done we've got to put this out this is a really good solid record all these songs work well they work well together let's let's put this out for the fans and then the pandemic hit yeah right <laughs> um, and so so we spent even more time just kind of polishing making sure everything was right we we had plenty of time to work on the artwork and all that, <clears throat> you know, for it. Um, and and then ultimately it was like even though we're still kind of you know we think we're at the tail end of the pandemic, but we're, everything's still shut down. We still can't tour. We needed to get the record out. It was just we can't we couldn't wait any any longer.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. But, but especially in in that way, I'm sure there's obviously been a lot of setbacks and just trying to incorporate everything with things from your personal life and stuff. But what were really some of the obstacles with this record? Or or has it just felt in that nine years that it wasn't right? It wasn't the right time to to push for a record just just because? I think that's
0: exactly it. It just wasn't the time didn't feel right. All of a sudden, as Noodle said about a year ago, we had this collection of songs that were about things that I felt were important. I wanted to write about. Things like, you know, uh, the social upheaval we're seeing and, and addiction things going on in the U.S. and just the craziness of the world. And all of a sudden it felt like, yes, yeah, this record, all of a sudden it feels meaningful to us and it feels timely. And so now's the time to do something. And we,
1: we had to put it out now while times still aren't that great. Right. Because if, what if we put it out and all of a sudden the good times are here and we put a record called Let the, Let the, bad, the times. bad Times Roll? It, would be, it just wouldn't work. Would totally so wrong. We, you know. Yeah. so we had to get it out now while shit's still relatively <laughs> fucked
3: up I've just realised now yeah because yeah I've started a new band now and we've got a song that's out where the end the end of it is me sarcastically screaming everything has turned to shit fuck yeah and I've now realised coming out of this pandemic everything's going to be fucking brilliant and people are not going to want to sing that anymore shit right. Yeah, that's yeah, right fuck. Yeah, you-
0: You better hurry up and get that out. Missed it by that (laughs) 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 much.
1: Shit! bollocks. Yeah.
2: But but I think people all over the years have always seen The Offspring as one of those party bands if it's for a good time and just getting away from your troubles. I mean, especially over here in the UK, one of your many mega hits will drop in a club night and the place will go insane. Nevertheless, a live performance for you. So, I mean, is it quite nice in many aspects? Even though you do touch on a lot of serious subjects and you do have your ballads and, and slower songs that people go back to the offspring and your previous material over years for a good time to escape and party more than ever
1: well i mean we we write a lot of songs that sound upbeat but then when you take a look at the lyrics <laughs> you realize well that's actually kind of heavy um you right. know and then there's some songs where it's just we're just really having a laugh you know uh pretty fly for a white guy is really just having a laugh but but kids aren't all right is a very serious, you know, kind of, kind of look at it really our neighborhood, Uh,
0: but hearing how like it makes people feel good. Like that's a great, a great compliment. I think that's, that's cool. Absolutely. We're we're not afraid to take on a tough subject, but there does seem to be something upbeat, I guess, in a lot of our songs or how they're perceived.
1: And certainly let the bad times roll is like that. You have this, these verses that kind of talk about all the shit that's going on in the world. And then the chorus is kind of like, fuck it. Let's dance. (laughs) you know?
3: Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, let the badams roll. Um, yeah, I I feel like it's got a fresher, a fresher, a upbeat. The Offspring 2021, like it's it it almost feels like a kind of new version. Is that something you felt while writing it, or was it, or were you just like, oh, another Offspring song, or because to me it it feels all new. It feels kind of fresh.
0: Well, thank you. I think that's kind of the the trick, if you know what I mean, is to, to make something that sounds like you sounds sounds true to your band, but also sounds fresh or doesn't sound like you're repeating yourself uh you don't think about that in your first couple albums because everything's new but after a while you kind of have to think about a little bit more because i don't want to feel like we're just rehashing what we've done but we're not trying to sound completely different like a different band we are who we are and we love this kind of music so trying to take it to a new place is um is tricky but thank you I i feel really good about where the song ended up
2: one thing I really wanted to mention, and um, something I've been quite enjoying in the promotion for this is you guys have started a little how-to video series online, just kind of diving into a load of useless knowledge and little hobbies and stuff that you've incorporated in almost four decades now of the offspring on the road. Please share with us just some of the little things that people might not get to learn. In day-to-day life that you've become masters of because if it's from birds watching to surfing or opening beer a, a bottle with any household object give us give us uh, your take on everything with that
0: opening a beer that's an important skill, skill. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you know if you're on the road as you guys probably know there isn't always a handy beer opener and you have to make do with something else. So, I mean, I mean, the lighter is the obvious choice. Right. And, and that takes a little practice. It's not, not quite easy, but once you master the lighter, then, you know, the world is your oyster. All of a sudden <laughs> you're like, I can use a,
1: a bottle of Gatorade. I can another beer bottle, another beer bottle. Yeah. What um, are some other things? Yeah. Uh, the third complete uh, third season of Kung Fu starring <laughs> David Carradine. <laughs> That's one of the, one of the ones we like used. Yeah. <laughs> We've actually shot some of
0: this. We haven't put it out yet, but that—that's. Yeah. I think we tease that that's going to be the next mm. one. Is I thought that was out. No, that's
1: not out, yeah. Okay. I hope it's not out. That's way more important than, than being able to identify a fucking bird.
0: I think that your how to birdwatch is brilliant. I think. It's but I don't great.
1: know if it's an important lesson for people to learn. It might be fun, but uh, you know, yeah. we've had quite a few birdwatchers comment on it. <laughs> in the in the comments they're like have they really?
0: oh my god i'm an actual bird
3: watching this is great i love this
1: i have been hit up people want to go bird watching with me now i'm game let's
3: do it <laughs> nice twitchers i believe they call twitchers are they called twitchers or have i just twitchers? made that up twitchers i don't know I feel like that, that I feel might like be what called
1: twitchers That might be a british uh, uh,
3: thing oh that's true yeah yeah it's probably yeah. us yeah. ruining everything
2: <laughs> yeah but but talk to us a little bit more about those those things you do learn on the road, because obviously, you know, going from town to town, I'm sure Sean has a, a lot of things he's picked up along the way. If there's some survival skills, really. You don't you don't get to learn these in going to, like, scouts or camp or anything like this.
3: Mine's find the nearest coffee shop, usually. Find the, find the nearest good coffee shop, get away from the venue for the day, and then, yeah, try and get a shower before everybody else as well. That was one.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> finding finding a comfortable place to, to take a poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, there was – somebody wrote a book. There was a book. <laughs> this somebody is, this is, from a, is very true. I somebody guess. from a punk band wrote a book on all the places nearest the venues that you could comfortably go go relieve yourself. Um, <laughs> you you mean, know, like like, yeah, like if you're playing this, you know, crap, crappy club in, you know, in, in Newport, Wales, uh, where where is the nearest – You know, clean facility, and you
3: you you go to the coffee shop around the
1: corner.
3: England. England is the nearest uh, clean toilet in Newport, I think, (laughs) to anywhere in Newport. Dreadful. Yeah, what a terrible town. Um, (laughs) The amount of time you've been in a band, yeah, like if you collected all these ideas and all these things you could do, you could bring out an offspring survival book. If only I hadn't killed all those
1: brain cells with copious amounts of beer and um, liquor. Yeah, maybe we could hire a ghost reader to tease it out of us. Yeah. To, how to Under how hypnosis. To under hypnosis this stuff comes <laughs> and when I'm drinking more beer, that's when it all starts coming <laughs> forth. Yeah. yeah. Can't Is, remember. Isn't that kind of true
0: <laughs> that sometimes the beer
1: revives those it memories? memories that you've lost. Like it, yeah,
2: it unlocks yeah the, the, the hatch to those forgotten memories. Or if you get so drunk, you start making stuff up. People will never know. Even that's better. better.
3: <laughs> that, is true, that is true. And that's that's coming from someone who's never ever drunk alcohol. Exactly. You know
2: business brain brilliant. Business brain is always on. But speaking of uh, venue things, Sean um, has a has a favourite type of shower head.
3: Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, in the in in the UK and Europe, I always noticed that the <laughs> the Triton t 80 was the Supreme Shower. Have you ever noticed? Um, <laughs> uh, have you, and, uh, I can't believe I'm all asking the offspring. Have you got a favourite shower unit? Wow. Uh, that, you've never been asked that before. You never Surely been in 30, yeah, 36 years, not truly. That known. is the first. But, yeah. but the problem with your shower heads
0: and your travelling is the low flow thing. Like, I understand yeah. trying to be environmentally environmentally friendly, but... I mean, come on, it's a trickle sometimes, so that's kind of a pain. So. And,
1: and in the U.S., I haven't found this in Europe, but in the U.S. they'll put, add water softeners, and sometimes there's way too much of that in there, and it just feels like you're slimy, slimy when you come out of the shower. And So so what's what's the deal with this one, the Trident? Yeah, yeah whatever. What was, what's special about tri- it?
3: The Trident t 80 It's just an all-round good shower, and uh, it's, there's several <laughs> there's several venues throughout the U.K. and Europe which have them, and then you know, a lot of them are that you're normal, horrible. You don't even want to t- try and touch the unit. Like, oh, what's that black shit coming off it? Um, but the Triton T80, um, you can't go wrong with. And I just like to Triton say... Triton THC? I, no, Triton... Oh, I wish it was THC. Yeah. Triton T80. t And then eighty, like the number. (laughs) T
1: eighty,
3: okay. T T eighty.
0: We're looking. We're looking it up. This is. (laughs) We we, we don't want to. We want to make sure
1: we're. Now the T eighty Z or just the T T eighty? There's
3: an I. There's an I. That's all right. There's an an I. That's quite good. But um. So yeah, they a- don't look. They don't look that. <laughs> look, they don't look that spectacular. They just look like a showy unit. But I've always found that they tend to be the better ones in venues in the U- in UK and Europe. So I can't believe we've gone this far. <laughs> down yeah, as a whole fucking kind of
1: video on how to how to uh,
3: install it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> there, there we go. Yeah. Oh, I get one of them on a bus yeah find out make our work
2: if you send that to your tour manager now for the uh, UK tour in November yeah.
3: but we will only do venues with a Triton t <laughs> yeah it's on the rider ride.
1: yeah. <laughs> on the rider
3: oh yeah of course
1: oh yeah 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 that, this one. Oh, there we go see it? <laughs> oh, I don't awesome. know if it's
3: showing up yeah sure sure yeah that's good yeah <laughs> I can't believe uh, yeah um yeah do you guys have you guys ever had anything weird on the rider, or have you ever Ooh. asked for something and got it that you yeah, weren't if you, expecting?
1: If you tried your luck with something, we we talked about that a lot. Of course, you know, ever since Dan Halen did it, you know, and then hmm. you know, a lot of people have come up with uh, creative, creative riders. things. We did. I, I don't know if we ever actually did it. We wanted to put like a bartender in a bunny suit, <laughs> you know, serving <laughs> drinks, uh, to, so we just to do see that. if that happened. We we never. I don't think we ever got it. So, really? oh. did we ever do it? We should yeah, try that
3: that'll, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah.
1: Well, the thing
2: is, there would be some promoter somewhere looking at the rider that day and freaking out and not wanting you guys to cancel for any reason. So they probably do their best to go and grab one. So worth yeah. a shot. Absolutely. I think we, I think it'd be about fifty fifty. I think we get quite a bit Bunny suit bartender. If, oh, if that's not a good name for a side project as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but but with all that, I mean. Is there any other things that about the offspring people wouldn't necessarily expect, or little things, or hobbies you've picked up along the way? Being on the road for so long, there must be things you've had to occupy your time a bit more when traveling from city to city and country to country.
0: Well, we always um, have a group hug and a prayer circle before our prayer, show. Circle. <laughs> prayer circle, prayer circle before. before. We, we yeah, think, that's, think, not no
1: that's not true. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. There, you know, there's always stuff that I think. Oh yeah, they, you know, this is something that people don't know about me. Hmm. And I, I, but I always forget what it what it was <laughs> when, when I, you know when I actually asked the question, I forgot. You
0: know, <laughs> I think, oh, brilliant. Yeah. I think what maybe some people don't know is that it's sometimes it's good to have a beer or two before the show. One or two was good, but there's a small window, right? Like yeah, yeah. You get to like four, then you start feeling like a little too too buzz during the
1: show, and then it's it starts- oh, I have so much fun. <laughs> I had so much fun, but I know that it's going to go to crap. Yeah, my you know my timing is a little off. My my uh, yeah, I may not be hearing the same key that everyone else is hearing at some point. You know, uh, and the other, if you have four, my thing if you have four before the show, you got to pee before.
0: Before the encore, I, it's yeah. hard to make it sixty minutes if you got four beers. I sweat around. a lot, yeah.
1: so I sweat it out. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a good thought. Sweating out
3: all that beer so instead so, of being so it the out. The alcohol
0: yeah. has to be carefully managed before the show. Yeah. Yeah, you
3: need a tech to dab you down in between songs just to get the sweat off. Get off, come um,
2: here. Yeah. What's the um? What's is there being any incidents where you've had to like run very fast at a festival or something to make a toilet before you come back on for a for an encore or
1: section of a song? I've never had a problem with, with peeing, you know, having to run off and pee, but I did go outside of the venue once and light lit up a cigarette during the encore. And I got locked out oh. and they started the encore without <laughs> 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 banging on the door. Everybody's going, "Where's Noodle?" That's right. I remember that. That's funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I've had to dash back behind the stage or at the festivals, you run down the stairs and you're trying to pee underneath or whatever, but we don't take really long encores. Uh, because it kind of dies down you know after like a couple minutes it starts to feel a little awkward if you're just waiting for it so so I'm always kind of rushing you got to rush back up to get to get back in time for the
3: the, for the next song nice is there an offspring um, show where you might have been a little bit too drunk that you can remember oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I said, thank you, bye bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yes, I think the worst one was back in the day We played, uh, I think it was Madame, Not Madame Wong, it was the Hong Kong Cafe okay. And I got so drunk I fell Back into the drums And during oh. Beheaded And just kind of took out the whole drum set and- <laughs>
2: Oh wow uh, But speaking of things people Wouldn't necessarily know about The Offspring On First Look, uh, Dexter um, I'm sure you get this a lot, but you're actually a licensed pilot and scientist. And I think a lot of people would find it very interesting um, if you could talk a little bit more about that. Because, like, what? I didn't know that.
3: <laughs> Not even I knew that. Exactly. How to- oh, didn't I know that?
2: Yeah. How did that come about?
0: Yeah. Like, what? Oh. Well, I, I, two separate things. But, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, the, yeah. The license yeah. is only for the piloting. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's got yeah. A, cer- a certification for his, do- his doctorate. okay right yeah
0: i i was uh in graduate school when the band took off back in 94 so i kind of put it on hold for a long time well i really didn't think i was going to go back to it but at a certain point i decided i wanted to to try to go back he didn't want to be known as a dropout for the rest of his life that's that's a college (laughs) dropout dexter holland
1: So. so
0: uh uh, the, the University of Southern California was nice enough to let me come back and finish, and that happened just back in 2017. So, uh, oh wow, cool. yeah. So I have a doctorate in, in molecular biology, and it, my, my stuff focus on HIV research.
3: So, oh wow, that's fucking uh, unbelievable. Oh
0: yeah, thank that's you. Cool. It was. I'm really glad I did it. I, I, you know, I, I don't know where that leads. I think sometimes you just do things that interest you in life, and you never know how these things will intersect in the future. But yeah. um, I just thought it was cool. Yeah.
3: And yeah, well, that, well that's amazing. Yeah. That's fucking unbelievable. Um, w- yeah. What's the deal with the pilot's license? Is this something you have to like, keep up? Mm. Like, have you added a while and you, you can't do it yeah, anymore? Every 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> nah, get up there. Get up there.
1: We're not even sure he's current, you know.
0: Whatever, you know. Uh, uh, I just always thought flying was cool. I always wanted to do it. No one in my family does it. It wasn't like some, someone taught me or whatever. I just always wanted to do it. And so I started flying, jeez, I don't know, 20 years ago, something like that. And uh I really, really love it. Still fly, I don't know, once or twice a week. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I was going to say
3: when was the last time. But yeah, <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool.
0: I'm going to fly I'm gonna fly today after we get done with our yeah. interviews. Are you going somewhere? I'm going to cool. go to
2: Havasu. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh! So really, you could have flown over to do this in person, but it just Zoom was easier. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, but I think we'd have to be
3: in quarantine for ah, two weeks. Ah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, not over here. Not over here. Oh no! All yeah. no, right. <laughs> come, come in, walk about, cough on whoever you like over here. It's fucking wild. It's the wild west at the moment. No, the prime minister won't um, stop international flights in either expect and, and even from India, where it's fucking kicking right off at the moment. So yeah, yeah we are, yeah, we are potentially, p- yeah, that's potentially really... doomed over here. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, We've,
1: we're, we're vaccinated, so we'd be okay. I, I'm getting. I haven't got my second shot yet. He's fully vaxxed. I get my second shot on Wednesday. So
3: nice. Yeah, I get my second one on the 26th of May, I think. Um, but yeah, can't wait. Just I I cannot wait for shows to come back. That first show back is going to be insane. It's just yeah. oh, people are gonna go fucking wild, and it's gonna be a I wonder so, I wonder so how good. many
1: I wonder how many fans are are gonna to be too uh, afraid to go mm. out still um it might not just click like that. some people might yeah. still be a little cautious and but you then know. I think
3: that uh, for all the cautious people, I think the people who were fed up of shows or even jaded by going to gigs are are now so desperate for something like that. Like, me, like, I I was done, like, I was just fed up of going to see bands live, like, because, you know, when you're in there, you see it so much that you kind of, well, I got jaded, I'm kind of bored by it anyway, but now, I'll try and never miss a gig again by anybody I like. Like, even if I don't like them, I might go just to fucking make sure I was there. So, um, yeah, yeah, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, everything gets back to normal, and, yeah we can fucking move move forward and party again finally Uh,
0: yeah we've been been talking about that quite a bit like do you think it's gonna be crazy or or is it gonna people gonna be afraid to come out but I kind of agree with you I think it's gonna be mayhem I
1: think and I think I just I did a an outdoor it was a it was a really it was a a book signing um, a bunch of uh, punk rock artists got together i'm jim from pennywise was there warren from the vandals you know a bunch of different people uh and it was at alex's bar It was outdoors although you could go into the bar and and order and buy drinks and i think people started you know everyone was wearing a mask when they show up but by the end everyone's kind of like when you're saying something and you're all muffled kind of taking it off and i think it's gonna i think it's gonna go pretty quickly yeah it was nice just to be out I played music for a couple hours. Josh from the vandals also played music for a couple hours and um, it was just fun. It was nice just being outdoors hanging out with people, a bunch of artwork hanging up out you know outside yeah it was nice but but with all that as well, I
2: really wanted to talk to you guys really about the the history of the offspring because, as I mentioned, you guys have almost been doing this for four decades now and not to make you f- feel old but that music you've produced has been able to inspire a whole generation of artists today. I mean, obviously you had the whole the whole mainstream success of really bringing punk rock to the mainstream in the '90s, and this being the whole pop punk genre of bands coming since. I mean, when you look back, at everything that you've been able to do and all the inspiration that is come forward is it just a a quite humbling experience to see how much the offspring has has meant to people and put their kind of landmark on the industry
1: you know we're i think we're too close to it we don't really you know we do have we've had you know even friends of ours but you know bands and then people that we become friends with over the years say that you know we were an influence on them and helped inspire them but I don't, I don't really, we don't take that on. I mean, we just, it's, it's nice to hear that, but you don't, we don't, we don't really we take that, that on registered. so much. Yeah. So much like that. Um, it's, it's hard for us to kind of place that. I mean, we've seen a lot happen. We've seen a lot, you know, take place over the, over the whole time that we've been making music, you know, and then the, the 27 years that it's actually been something we do for a living. You know, we, we've seen, we have seen a lot, but it, it's, we don't, we don't really take it on like that. Like, and you know, it's, it's always weird being called, oh, you're legend, you're legend. Like, nah, yeah. nah, 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 wait till I'm dead. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> so I'm talking about that. you know, I'm not but dead no, yet. I,
3: But I, I feel the complete opposite of that. I feel like what, that's the problem. Like when people die, it's only then people say how much they love them. I think like right now, more than ever, we should be th- like thanking and fucking appreciating people. Yeah.
1: We, we feel we definitely are feeling the you know the love from our fans we've got great fans and when we go out and, and you know play all around the world play live that's when you, you're feeling that that love immediately and we do we, we consider ourselves so blessed to to be able to do that you know and and to feel that for sure for sure you know um, as far as like how we influenced you know the other bands that, that you know and how we might have changed the direction of music or whatever like that's that's and we'll let the the historians figure that all out okay nice
2: okay
3: well, you did well you did so they, so there yeah. I'm, not a his- I'm not a historian as you can probably as you could probably tell but you did so there yeah. you go
2: yeah, but but on that same note as well, I mean, especially going from the period of becoming just be being abandoned doing it professionally for a living, um, around the whole Smash record in the mid nineties, that when everything kicked off, it must have just been a hell of experience in its own to see that jump of being of just doing it as a weekend thing to oh, this is actually our jobs now. We, we've actually gone that that next step.
1: Yeah, I think the first time we saw that it might even be a possibility was when we opened up for No effects in Europe in 93, the summer of 93. And they were actually making money. They were making a living. They, they didn't have day jobs. And we were like, and, whoa. Yeah, blown away. Like, <laughs> Wait, it's possible so to do that? And, it, yeah. and, but we thought we might be able to do that for a year or two while we finish our educations, you know, go to college, and then, you know, eventually get a, have to get a real job. Um, we had no idea that it was going to take the course that it did, you know, but once we were handed that ball, we had to pick it up and run with it, you know, and they still haven't tackled us yet. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah any second now you're expecting people to run in through the room and go, got him, finally, yeah, exactly. got him! Exactly. stop it them does, now. It does kind of feel like that, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, I remember um my my old band um, we were signed to epitaph, and um, when we were in the epitaph europe uh, offices we 'd make fun of them we we 'd make a joke about uh, two o 'clock every day they 'd have to stand up and salute smash for an hour. Because without smash, there'd be no there'd be no epitaph. And, uh, yeah, oh, that's good. That's, and, I like that. Yeah, that's
0: funny. Yeah. <laughs> Two o'clock
3: every day. Everybody in epitaph has to look <laughs> <looking laughs> at a look at flag of smash. Playview album. Tidy. Thank you very much. Oh, Here funny. we are. And oh yeah. Uh, and another thing was my first ever Karang awards. I went to. Um, it was before my um, my failure of a band it started doing well. So my friend took me, and I went to an afterwards like an after party on a boat I believe it was on the River Thames and I ran in because I'd been travelling for three hours ran in straight to the toilet having a piss first rock star I've ever seen in my life I looked to my right it's noodles I couldn't believe it I, was I, like, spent, a
1: lot of, I spent a lot of time hanging out in bathrooms <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, I just I, Especially I just yeah. Kerrang Awards. Yes, yeah. that's right. Oh, I'm infamous for my bathroom antics at the Kerrang Awards. Yes. Jesus.
3: No, yeah, it was it was um yeah, I'll have to say for listeners, it was just urination. It was just urination at the time. <laughs> um yeah, I didn't notice anything else. No, I just remember being like, Oh my good lord, like I can't believe and yeah, so you were my first rock star. I was ever the ne- allowed near. Oh. And um luckily for you, um, we didn't speak so yeah, that's, oh. that's awesome but yeah
1: luckily for uh, you we didn't get in a fight because I've yeah. done it not <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs>
2: that's brilliant um, oh, I, imagine, yeah. imagine if that was the story and <laughs> oh no that'd be terrible yeah well this wouldn't be happening
3: with it on, no. imagine that Yeah. oh there, there, a- is a,
1: there is a Kerrang! story where I got in a brawl at, a, at one of the Kerrang! awards and Ooh, apparently okay. two of the guys and I don't I vaguely remember Remember it? Two of the guys, because <laughs> they had absinthe on the tables at the Kerrang Awards. Come on. Right. That's yeah, not a good idea it. to put absinthe on the tables. Know. But totally. two of the guys from Sum 41 were in the bathroom when it happened, and they both tell completely different stories about what, what it was right. and what it,
3: yeah how it went down. Was it, uh anybody from another band? I, I need to know the gossip now. What's no, the... I don't
1: know. I don't uh, know what the what the deal. I thought it was. <laughs> nah, he was he was friends with somebody, and he was he's I don't know. He said something to me, and I started to walk away, and I went, "No, nah, that guy doesn't know me well enough to say that to me." And I turned <laughs> around and just started punching him. I guess. <laughs> and yeah. Neil was like the most peaceful guy in the world. He would <laughs> never start a <to> fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, well, yeah. maybe yeah. Absinthe. Ab- don't put yeah. absinthe on your tables.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah, literally. But but with that as well, we have one thing that we always kind of mention on this podcast is it's really taking people back to their humble beginnings. Really. But is there any moments in particular like that where you've met someone early on in your career that made you really think, "Oh wow, like this this how are we this close to this person? How are we getting to do these experiences?"
1: Yeah, we were talking about meeting uh, Joey Ramone and how oh, cool wow. he was. And, and he, he would come backstage and I just would be so starstruck. I didn't know what to, how, to, how to approach him, how to talk to him. And I think we, we both thought he might, have, he might have felt we were standoffish or something, but we were just so starstruck. We were like afraid of him.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, you, you, as wins, you as wins, I think, of all the ones <laughs> we've had so far yeah
2: that's a that's a that's a pretty big one and and guys just uh, a couple more very quick things now because we know you're very busy talking to everyone about all the success of this record um but just something i've always really wondered is and going back to being doing this for so long now and all the achievements you've had from just playing small bars to headlining festivals around the globe do you in any way do you feel that you have to prove anything anymore because obviously there's being all those achievements, as I just said, and you seem quite content with what you are doing, still being able to release new music and your priorities have shifted with being family men and all that. Like, do you feel that there's anything left for the offspring to prove to people? Or Are you just happy taking everything in your strides now?
1: I think when we made this record, we wanted, I don't know if prove is the right hmm. thing, maybe prove to ourselves that, we could still write music that connected with an audience that was relevant today, you know, but I, I don't know that we want to prove that to other people if, or if we just want to prove that to ourselves, you know. I think it's, it's more important to us that we can, we can still come in here in the studio and, and create songs that touch people in a good way. for sure for sure and
2: and fingers crossed you'll be coming back to the UK scheduled now for a big arena tour in November with the Hives I'm sure you just can't wait to get back over here and just really connect with fans again and see those audiences connecting with
1: live music absolutely and playing with the Hives I mean what a great band that's going to be a hell of a
3: tour yeah yeah, yeah, it's going to be well, fantastic
2: looking forward to that well thank you so much guys for yeah, taking the you. time to have a chat with us um, it's been a real pleasure a treat for us and looking forward to everything going on with your spring for the rest of the year
1: our pleasure great talking with you guys that was fun thanks you guys thank you yes, yes.
2: I cannot believe that we asked punk rock legends The Offspring, what their favourite shower unit was.
3: Yeah, it went... Yeah, it went a little bit awry, but you know what? Whereas I thought, oh, we might fucking lose him now with this fucking shower bit, right? The fact that Noodles literally went on his phone and started Googling shower, shower units was fucking next level. So, um... I'm pretty safe to... I, I'm going to put it out there, right, mm. that we might be the top podcast in the world mm. who mentions touring in shower units.
2: Well, I think it's only fair. And that's the thing with happening podcasts. We get the information, the nitty-gritty facts about bands <laughs> that, that you can't that l- get
3: anywhere else. <laughs> I was going to say that literally nobody asked for. (laughs) (laughs) Is that as well? (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm so 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 sorry if there's any offspring fans listening to this for the first time who were like, please ask them a fucking question, I've been fucking dying to know for fucking years. And then we've started talking about the Triton T I T uh, A T I like. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry we had the opportunity to talk to these punk legends and we brought up fucking showy units. But listen listen, that's all I know. <laughs> Hey, why else is more punk rock about shower
2: units backstage at festivals? That's what I mean. You're not getting anywhere else.
3: Yeah, if you're listening to this for the first time and you are now miffed that we didn't ask the offspring a question that you would have asked them, what you've got to think is... What's more punk rock (laughs) than not asking questions that they're expecting? Uh, Yeah. Or they know the answers to. Or they're even interested in... (laughs) What's more punk rock than giving punk rockers questions they don't want to answer? Nothing. Which makes us the biggest of punk rockers. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, what's the fella from the Sex Pistols? Johnny... What's his name? Lydon. John, John Lydon. Yeah. Come on, yeah, and fucking have a chat with me about who's more fucking punk, bud. I reckon it's me wow fucking totally shit dead. wow anyway <laughs> wow but yes. yes
2: thank you so much to dexter <laughs> <laughs> and noodles for taking time it was a good laugh i just like the fact that we made him chuckle we had a conversation about a few things that i don't think anyone would have ever expected and it was a good vibe and please remember that the new record let the bad times roll is available now wherever you purchase music from Best title to release an album in a pandemic and they will be touring the uk this november fingers crossed yes. that they're allowed to uh, around a few arenas in the country there's also festivals booked for the states and a few other things popping up and announcements coming very very soon so check all of that out um and they have a hell of a back catalog
3: to fit any mood Bloody as well. hell, yeah um yes they do they very much do and yes they'll be on tour in arenas where they'll definitely have good showers so congratulations to offspring for um keeping up the fantastic level where you don't have to shower in one of those groggy backstages anymore where there's stickers all over the wall and the shower head is dangling down from the unit because there's no nothing to so yeah congratulations to offspring um yeah, yeah, like, this is a new thing for us. Congratulations on fucking being massive for 40 fucking years. <laughs> yeah. but, but genuinely, I genuinely... As much as that being a joke, that is also how I feel. So, yes, thank you very much. You have absolute superstars to us. Every inkling and meeting I've had with any members of The Offspring have always been very, very nice. So thank you very much, guys. And thanks again to Concord, their record label, for sorting it out.
2: Yeah, hopefully... When they do, because they are playing Cardiff on that arena tour, and that's our, Cardiff. Cl- our, our closest city that we... What,
3: they're not they're not playing Murtha
2: they're not to be honest Sean I thought as well like you know they might take over the castle in Murtha and play a gig but they're playing a posh fucking arena man. in Cardiff instead. said it would be nice to do something with the boys in person so fingers crossed we can um, get a little bit they deeper. don't
3: fucking want that they don't <gasps> want that
2: Full Circle we do a podcast with them in the, in the shower show
1: <laughs> while me and Noodle
2: stand
3: next to each other having a piss oh no too far too far oh let's too make far.
2: that happen let us make that happen but yes <laughs> if you're listening to this for the first time please make sure you're subscribing wherever you listen to your podcast it helps us a lot and if you can give us a follow on our social media pages at sapninpod on twitter and instagram that would be lovely stuff as well send us a message let us know what you think or just give us a nice comment to uh help us throughout the day
3: Hey, do you know what? They don't even have to be nice. I'll take a fucking bad one at this point. Um, Yeah, thank you very much. As as Morgan said, please share, rate and subscribe where possible. Honestly, now the sharing, it's literally just me and Morgan behind the scenes with this. There's no team. There's no fucking producers. There's no editors. There's no network. Nobody's putting these out for us. Nobody's fucking doing it. It's literally just me and Morgan. So, um, yeah, please share way possible on twitter instagram facebook uh, telegram um grinder whatever you use to talk to people please please share the podcast because it literally is just us and potentially you guys helping to get it out there so thank you very much to everybody who shared it before please please think about keeping that up also please if you've enjoyed this episode please think about checking patreon.com forward slash happening we can get loads of different treats tears and kickbacks um for supporting your boys your boys that's uh, me and morgan um so yeah patreon.com forward slash happening let us know any guests you want us to reach out to any ideas any questions you want to um ask us or future guests at SAPnin Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's at S A W P E N I N P O D. At S A P P E N I N P O D.
2: Yes, Sam. Um, please remember these podcasts would not be Feasible for us to make without our Patreon. So that's patreon.com forward slash slapnin. As Sean mentioned, there's loads of kickbacks, loads of goodies, loads of bonus content. And we put things up from monthly playlists, a little bonus episodes, and even some guests. Recently, I uploaded a chat we had with WWE superstar Walter. So if you like your graps, you'll enjoy that as well. But speaking of our wonderful Patreon community, Sean, there's a few of them But we would like to thank individually. Now, if you go to the description of this episode, there's a bunch of names there that we like to say thank you to. But we're now going to read out the names provided to us for the top tiers. Those are the elite members. And sometimes they change their names to be funny, make a joke, or just send each other private messages in the form of the podcast.
3: Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yes, thank you very much. So, so fucking much to the Patreon. I cannot describe my love for this cuddly fucking monster we've created in the in the sapning podcast, Patreon. So thank you very much. Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwowe, Mikey McDonald's McMuffin Buns, Janelle Forever Pretending to Eat on Sean, but I actually love you, Castan. Thank you very much, Janelle. Mitch Perry, Emma Barber, Kelly Young, Nathan Croshaw, Dilly Grimwood, Liam Connolly, Scooby Drew Styles, Paul Irshfield, Kelly Irwin, Kat Besson, Sammy G, Amandine Barno, Shani Meyer Boxel Anderson, Tony Michael, Sarah Hewitt, we were being nice to you this week, Sean, but for once, can you be nice to me instead, James? Sarah, I'm going to be speaking to you soon and I cannot, I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait. Thank you very much for being part of this wonderful community. You are um, a fantastic part of it thank you very much Justin Dunn Amy Campion Murray Grimwood Johnny Phillips you will never hear this Scott Jones Tom Average at Best Charlotte Owens I don't think his new band name's going to take off Dan Gies TJ A Steak Pun Is A Redium Is A Rare Medium Well Done Amber Shatlock Jesus Christ again uh, thank you very much Kate Stevenson Jenny Sexy Boy Munster Danny Eaton Emily Senegals Lucy Deeds Becky Handy Martina McManus John and Emma Louis Cook Jenny Robertson Marcy Jacobson Sharifa Wadali, Jason Aredia, Caroline Robertson, Kevin One Finger or Two Harris. Uh. Thank you very much, Kelly Cannon, Kevin Clark, Carl Pendlebury, Livy Cropper, James McNaught, Stuart McNaught, Lydia Henderson, Ollie Spread, Love to Show, Not Abuse, Amesbury, Chris Howard, Joshua Raiders for Eurovision 2022 Crisp. Funnily enough, the blackout did try to enter Eurovision once. Um thank you very much to Adam, King of the Goths, Parslow, Alice Wood, Kerris Andrews, Simon Amos, and last by no means Connor Lewins and family. Thank you very much to all of those. And once again, as always thank you to everybody involved in the patreon we love you we thank you for your love your support your love for each other your patience and yeah, just how fantastic and how giving everybody is in that group is fucking unbelievable.
2: Yes, they are. They are our favourite humans of all time. Thank you again for continuing to make this podcast happen at patreon.com forward slash sapmin. Thank you to anyone listening to this podcast at all. If you've checked out for the first time or you're a regular listener, we appreciate you so much. And please remember to share it every way you can. Um, not going to lie, Sean, I want to dissect blackout trying eurovision but i think we'll save that for another day because otherwise i imagine that's going to be a whole fucking story so we'll, we'll get to that um but we will be back next week and every friday with a special guest and next one is um a, a look into another side of the industry and i think not a lot of people will expect it so stay tuned or tune back in i should say next week for is it, the explanation on that
3: good. Just to be better.
2: What? What, what do you mean?
3: Uh, no, is it's it on now? Is it's it fucking on now? Is no, it I'm too going. late? Is it too go- late? Now to say sorry. Because I was fuck like, fuck off, Mog. morg I'm off. I'm literally turning this off now. Right? Okay. I'm not even saying. I'm not even saying <laughs> <it's happening. laughs> Thank you guys. Sorry about him. Um, I'll try and get a new co-host by next week, but. <laughs> what's happening what's (laughs) (laughs) happening fuck off you're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts Um, thank you very much